and welcome to Are We There Yet? MarketScale's online video podcast series that explores the most exciting, cutting-edge things happening today in the world of transportation and mobility. And I'm really excited for the opportunity today to speak with Hover. This is an organization and a platform uh, that has come highly recommended uh, to me. And as I've learned more about the organization and technology, I'm, I'm sincerely just fascinated with the organization and really excited to learn more. Uh, Hover, as an organization, develops technology that provides virtual access to mobile locations and virtual events throughout the world without the need to physically be there. Uh, from one-on-one -on -one, uh, presentations to um, guided private tours to fully blown ticketed events with up to 15,000 attendees, Hover can truly accomplish it all. And here today to tell us more about Hover is the founder and chief executive officer, Herman DeBoard. Herman, hello and welcome to Are We There Yet? Hi, thanks for having me, Grant. Absolutely. We really appreciate you taking the, the time uh, to talk today. Um, really excited to ask you some questions and to learn a little bit more about the platform and technology. But for audience members that, that are out there that maybe aren't so familiar with the organization and, and the platform that you provide, do you mind telling us a little bit more uh, about Hover? Yeah, no, that would be great. Um, you know, Hover originated as a concept back in 2019. Um, it actually came about, uh, believe it or not, watching the original movie Avatar. Uh, wow. You know, we were watching the, uh, the the veteran that got got into the pod and went into the other world, and just thought, you know, why why can't we do that on a smaller scale? Um, so we built a, an MVP, uh, and that MVP was very much like Uber, uh, but instead of connecting riders to drivers, we were connecting virtual travelers to human walkers in other countries, and so we got that up and running initially in about five countries. Um, and the whole concept was, you know, allowing people to explore the world without knowing anyone in those areas. Uh, and, and all of this is in real time. There's nothing curated, um, which is also uh, one of our our big pluses in, in the app is no curation, no curated content, no Photoshop, no nothing like that. Wow. Wow. Great. Those authentic uh, experiences. That's, that's incredible. I, I still remember seeing Avatar for the first time myself and, and talk about how much everyone enjoyed that experience. I remember when the movie was over that there were a few shouts from the audience that they didn't want to leave the world. They didn't want to leave the experience. They wanted just to, to keep it going. And so that's incredible that that was kind of the, the origin of, of Hover and, and providing that type of experience um, throughout the world. So really incredible to learn a little bit about kind of that, that initial idea. Um, I, I know that within the organization and platform, you have a few divisions or initiatives um, where the technology and platform is really kind of catered for um, specific users. Um, I know, for example, you have the Hover Gig and Hover Pro and uh, Hover Gov, for example. Do you mind maybe touching a little bit on, on each of these three areas? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, our original MVP was, was a gig economy company. And so we, we've kept that running uh, over the years. And essentially it's, uh, it allows anyone who, with a mobile device uh, right now, and we're gonna we're we're quickly moving to static cameras and drones as well. But with uh, the gig economy side, they can have a mobile device in any country. Well, we're in 53 countries right now and growing. Um, so anyone in those 53 countries can um, log on, register as a walker. It's free to register. Uh, once you register, you put in your bio, your photo, you know, what you're going to be showing, and then you'll be available on the map. And so travelers from around the world can hire you uh, and you can make up to $42 an hour U.S. dollars uh, just being a virtual tour guide. Uh, and again, as it's one to one with travelers, they can talk to you. Um, so you want to say what language you speak. Um, for the most part, we're English speaking app, but we also are um, 
on our roadmap, we are getting ready to integrate a translation tool um, that will, uh, it's speech to translation. So uh, essentially you can speak English while someone else is um, speaking Arabic and, and it will translate back and forth uh, so that you can communicate. Wow. Um, so uh, that'll be in the near future. The, the Hover Pro uh, section, uh, what that is, is basically a SaaS version of our Hover Gig Economy platform. So with the SaaS platform, we allow organizations to come in and license the platform that we've built so that they can use all of the technology for their own purposes. And so as an example, um, we work with a lot of universities um, that will license our platform and then they use it mainly for um, student acquisition and alumni engagement. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they like the idea of sending out, you know, 300,000 invitations to students all over the world. And then they set up meet micro destinations inside their campus. So they'll set up a tour of the mathematics facility or the science facility or the fine arts, uh, talk with the fine arts dean or something like that. Um, And then the students get the invitation, they see the schedule and they can come and join whatever they're most interested in. And then the videos are saved to uh, to the app in the cloud they can rewatch those. They can show them to their parents. Uh, they can make a, a more informed decision uh, without uh, having the need to, to pay for uh, travel. Some people you know, can't afford travel. Some people are afraid to travel. That was two of the uh, big sparks why we created this app in the first place. Yeah. And then you have the, the HoverGov division. And the HoverGov division is, is basically what it says. We, we're working right now with international, uh, well, national and international governments and agencies uh, for various reasons. They, they're they using it for um, uh, mainly for uh, allowing people to um, take a tour of a base that they're changing to, or um, there are some of them are using, integrating us into their security platforms. Um, uh, and so, because it's a mobile device, they're also using it for uh, training purposes. So right now, for example, in the, in the US government, um, you have to essentially um, you have to essentially send a team out to a base, and when you send that team out to a base, it's very costly. And then that base has to evaluate some training. The, those people evaluate the, the training on the base. Well, with our app, you can you can have uh, up to fifteen thousand participants, uh, and they don't have to travel. They can actually do the training uh, remotely. So they're using it for that, and then they're also using it for recruiting purposes. Um, because the, the recruiting is way down right now for uh, the U.S. government. It's like 43 uh, percent in the military. Um, and so essentially uh, you've got uh, with by being able to use hover, uh, for example, you can you can say like, OK, I'd like to be a loadmaster for the Air Force. Most people don't know what a loadmaster is. Well, you can go and talk to someone at a recruiting office who can, might be able to show you some pictures. But with hover, you could actually do an interactive um uh, experience where you could actually see a loadmaster in action, and then you could show that to your parents and say, "Hey, this is what I'm wanting to do," mm-hmm. uh, and, and kind of increase those recruiting numbers. So, you know, we're we're trying to use this platform for multiple purposes, but that's our main three divisions. Yeah. Very exciting. I can think of so many use cases just as you share, um, you know, some of those different applications uh, of, of the technology. I have a, a relative who does a lot of training for a major government contractor. I know spends a, a lot of time on the road and they do 
some live broadcasts and events and different things like that, but something such as your platform that, that it really allows for, for scale with, with thousands, you know, of, of viewers able to attend one of these events, um, really makes, makes a lot of sense and have another friend who recently, uh, daughter's off to college and hadn't had an opportunity, uh, yet herself, um, you know, to, to visit the campus, although her daughter had, and she was kind of disappointed and making a trip soon, but, you know, uh, with a platform like this to, um, you know, really get to kind of see it firsthand and experience it a little bit more, you know, through the, through the technology makes, makes a lot of sense. So I can very clearly see, you know, how you're really empowering creators and individuals and businesses and government organizations, even as you shared. So really a lot of value for, for everyone um, using the platform. That's really, really excited to hear. Um, I know, you know, working in the industry uh, my, myself and with the, the podcast series, there's certainly other technology, other platforms out there. I've, I've found, um, you know, that, that, that often uh, it, it requires multiple technologies, multiple platforms. You truly offer a solution uh, in terms of live events and virtual experiences that kind of brings a lot of those capabilities together and, um, you know, sharing analytic information and, and different aspects of it, you know, really makes a lot of sense. Can you maybe speak a little bit to why kind of some of the current technologies, platforms, um, you know, maybe that some of us are familiar with um, aren't, aren't really getting it done in providing the experience that, that you do with Hover? Yeah, I mean, I think two two main things come to mind when you when you use ask that question. I would say the first is the the biggest question we get when we talk to people is why can't I do this with FaceTime or something like that? And the answer is if you know someone in every country or every city, you certainly can. But but the chances are you don't. You don't know someone in Hyderabad or in Rome or in Tokyo. You don't know someone in every one of those countries who you can just log on instantly, connect to, and they show you around. Yeah. So that's the one The one big difference is we have that workforce. Um, and it's not just a platform. It's, it's, that, it's got that gig economy angle as well. Mm -hmm. Secondarily, um, one thing that organizations are liking about us, though, especially on the SaaS side, is that they can set up multiple videographers and multiple destinations at the exact same time. So on a university campus, for example, you can have 12 different videographers, 12 different speakers in 12 different locations, all running different, um, different programs and different events at the exact same time. We're working with, um, there's a sports organization we're working with, and they like to uh, promote their after parties. They're not going to do broadcasting because they've sold their broadcasting rights, but they can do the after parties for um, after the sporting event. And a lot of people can't attend those. And so they'll sell e-tickets to those and then you can join. But before you join, they say, okay, we're going to have these, these athletes will be in this room. These athletes will be in this room. The coaches will be in this room. The owners will be in this room. So you can choose and they're all going on simultaneously. Mm -hmm. uh, and it all happens through the, the control panel of our dashboard. So, you know, I think that's that's been a big um, eye opener for a lot of organizations we're working with is that that ability to control and have multiple videographers or ambassadors um, doing this at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. You mentioned the, the the gig economy, and I think that uh, that that hover gig you know falls so well within that. Really, is a powerful tool that individuals and uh, creators, uh, influencers can use to really kind of scale um, you know much of of what they're already doing. Um, and and that's something you know certainly not limited to the United States. And I understand that through, for example, your your hover world initiative within your hover pro division, you're providing just incredible experiences uh, 
in places like Africa, you know, for example, and, and many other countries, as you share, that you're already working with, um, empowering them with this tool um, to, to, to make them more successful in, in what they're doing um, really is, is life-changing for, for individuals that are, you know, working um, with your tools and providing these types of experiences for those, you know, outside of their country. Can you talk a little bit um, about the impact uh, that you're already seeing um, with some of the individuals that are providing these tools and experiences for the company? Yeah, I mean, when you start talking life changing, I mean, we were on a, a call this morning uh, with with uh, an organization that's bringing us on to their group that's connected to the United Nations. And essentially what they're doing is um, they're most interested in the fact that we can provide um, a substantial revenue and a substantial income for individuals living in impoverished regions of the world. So when you start talking about places like Rwanda and Tanzania and Kenya and even anywhere in the East African coast, um, you know, they're living sometimes and they're, they're making $5 a day uh, to $20 a day. So when you can come in with hover and make up to $40 an hour, um, you know, that's a, that's a substantial differentiator. And so what we're trying to do now is we're, we're going through the process of figuring out, um, are we purchasing the devices? Cause we don't want the people to have to purchase a mobile device cause they obviously can't afford that. So we've set up a, a nonprofit called hover cares. Hover cares will then take those donations. We'll then scholarship the, the phones to the people living in those areas. Uh, and we'll do the training as well. The training will be free. The devices will be free. Um, and then we're, we're basically going to teach them how to break that cycle of poverty just by using a mobile device and their knowledge of the local area. So, so far we're getting a lot of interest um, just from that initiative alone. And it really is a, a very impactful thing. Now, when you even look at the, the governments themselves, like we, we're talking to the government of Rwanda right now, they're interested from um, mainly from a, a tourism and an economic impact growth um, aspect of their country, because they, um, they want to, promote their tourism, their culture, their business, their education systems. They want to promote that to everyone in the world. So if they can work partner with us to set up all of these access points throughout their country, and then we can promote that to people around the world and people can just access it uh, live and in real time, to them it's a big win because they're getting more eyes on what they're doing. And, and Rwanda is a beautiful place. I mean, I don't know how many, how much people or your, your listeners know about it, but it's, it's a fantastic place. So, um, you know, that's, that's two of the areas I think that, that would answer that question. Yeah, very much. And I appreciate you sharing that at, at, at such a scale. I mean, it's not even the individual's lives, but it's really, really, you know, changing the economy of, of countries and something that's uh, gaining the attention of, of governments, you know, around the world to help kind of improve some of these areas and boost up, you know, their economy. So that's that's powerful. Um, would you mind kind of walking the audience, you know, uh, through, uh, you know, an experience uh, with, with Hover? So let's, you know, say, for example, I, I have an interest in, um, uh, you know, creating an experience in Rwanda, a place that I've never visited, you know, for example. And so I'm kind of, um, you know, logged into the system and, and working within the platform and kind of have uh, some time set up, uh, you know, for experience. How do you mind maybe just just walking us through kind of how it works, how we would, um, you know, sign up for this this type of thing and what we might expect, um, you know, within a, a hover experience? 
Yeah, we um, so you can download the app. Uh, it's the hover. Just type in hover virtual travel on on Google or Apple, or you can go to hover.com and we have a web application as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and when you do that, you'll you'll essentially create yourself a, a free traveler account. You'll put in a payment method because it's a gig economy. Um, company. And then uh, once you do that, you start browsing the map. And so when you browse the map, you'll see destinations and categories on on the app itself, uh, hot destinations, new destinations, different things like that. And when you click it, you'll, you'll start to, you'll, you'll start to drill down. So you'll get to places in Rome or places in Portugal or places in Brazil. And when you finally get to the city, you'll see faces on the map. If it's the right time of day, if it's uh, the other side of the world and everyone's asleep, there's a button that you can request a scheduled trip. And so you can put that in. And what it'll do is it'll put your um, your trip uh, request into a queue so that when the walkers do wake up, they'll get that request and they'll be able to accept it. And then you'll get notified that, hey, at this time, we can do a walk in this area. Um, and we've tested that in, in, in all over the country, all over the world, actually. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a very simple process. Then you select, once you've selected the person, you can actually read through their bios and what they're showing and what their ratings are. Uh, we, we, we very much encourage ratings because, um, it's a self-governed system because, you know, you don't want to have someone who gives very poor experiences. So at the end of your experience, we, we ask that you give a rating and a, a comment about the, the trip itself. And that helps future travelers to, to understand what they're uh, going to be hiring. Um, and so uh, after you've hired the person, uh, you select how many minutes you want to, uh, you estimate that you want to do. Even if you select like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, it doesn't matter. You can always end the walk early and so can the walker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, we teach, we train the walkers to, um, there, there can be some inappropriate travelers as well that ask for things that they that you're not supposed to show, and so you know we we encourage the walkers to end it, and then we ask the walkers to give a report too. So it's very much a self-governed system on both sides, and we yeah. kind of took that model from uh, typical driving apps that you'll see that that are successful. Um, yeah. but again, very success, very uh, simple system uh, to use. Um, and and again, if there's no one on the map, you can just request that a, a trip happen. When, it, when someone does wake up. Yeah, it, it does sound very simple. And, and, and I love to hear that. And uh, I can remember growing up and spinning a globe and, and you know, kind of daydreaming of the different uh, places that I'd like to visit someday. Or nowadays, uh, we're probably, you know, doing that online. But uh, you don't don't have to daydream anymore. It sounds like it sounds like you can just pick the place that you want to see and schedule some time with a walker through through hover and, and make it happen. That's that's amazing. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're also, uh, again, if you look at our roadmap, we're currently working on adding about 70,000, um, they're called steel cam access points. And okay. so, you know, you'll be able to, if no, if there are no walkers in the Caribbean and you want to see what's going on, you'll be able to access these steel cams as well. And then we'll, we'll be adding drones very soon as well. So you'll be able to get an aerial view uh, of a location. Uh, and you won't be able to drive the drone. That's one thing we want to look because it'll be, you know, that would be too dangerous. But it will go up and give you a 360 view um, and, you know, just be a little bit different experience. So our goal is to add as many access points as we possibly can on the app. Um, and then, you know, in the future, we also want to add uh, things like music, um, uh, different things that make it interesting. So while you're in Dublin, Ireland on the on the map, you can just click a button and hear the the, the current sounds or current songs of uh, from that area. 
Um, so, you know, we're going to be adding a lot of stuff to the app just to make it more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Just, just building upon that experience that, that hover provides. It's really cool. Um, speaking about some of the walkers and, and the individuals that, that provide the tours. Um, and it's, it's, it's very, very global. You, you have individuals, walkers, uh, throughout the world providing these types of experiences. Um, as you also look at kind of some of the different, different groups that this is especially appealing to, I understand that within kind of the gig economy, there's some special groups, some special demographics that, that this is, um, especially, uh, great for, um, you know, I, I envision, you know, groups like, senior citizens, you know, if you will, that maybe uh, want to have a gig, uh, but don't necessarily want to have kind of your traditional part-time job, for example, would would be curious about kind of your your comment on maybe some of the specific groups of, of walkers or individuals where um, this is especially appealing to. Yeah, we're, we're actually in a process of targeting senior citizens. We're, we're trying to target veteran groups uh, here in the United States. Um, you know, we had a, there's a stat last week, I think, that showed that um, I think it was 80% of senior citizens are considering going back to work, but they didn't want to, uh, you know, potentially be driving a car, uh, get that traditional gig economy job delivering things. So, you know, this allows them to to talk to people about their local area, which which senior citizens are normally quite good at. Mm -hmm. And it allows them a, a very simple interface on a mobile device and they can they can generate a, a pretty substantial uh, income for themselves and additional income. And so we're going to be targeting those groups very, very soon. Um, and again, we're going after veterans. We're going after even uh, the disabled community uh, because, you know, if you have a mobile device and, and you can get outside, even if you're in a wheelchair, um, you can actually do a tour and show people certain things about your area. And so we want to highlight those groups uh, along the way as well to say, you, you know, you're not just helping uh, some random person, you know, these, these, this person is in the disabled community. Here's some, the senior citizen community. Here's people living in poverty around the world. Um, you know, there's, there are groups that you can impact on this site and, and also you get to explore the world at the same time. Yeah. That's great. Gosh, on, on both sides, it's, it's a win, win for everyone involved. I think, you know, getting a benefit from these experiences and, uh, the individuals and walkers that are benefiting, you know, from, um, you know, working with the organization sounds like, you know, it, it, it truly is a win, win for everyone involved. Um, we, we've talked a little bit about, you know, the individuals and, and kind of how this fits within kind of this gig economy. And, and you provided some great examples, the university example, and how some of the, um, uh, government organizations and military are, are already seeing value from, um, working with Hover, um, I'd be curious too to, to learn a little bit more about some of the businesses, um, you know, so within kind of a, a B2B focus, um, some of the, you know, maybe success stories or examples of some of the businesses that you've worked with and how they're using uh, the, the technology to, to better engage their communities and provide experiences. Do you mind sharing some uh, information on that? Yeah, I think um, there's some fun examples. One of the most creative was a, a vineyard in Portugal. Um, and the vineyard in Portugal, you know, they they were impacted by the pandemic. They were impacted by COVID. They had they used to get like a thousand people a day visiting their vineyard um, and they would give tours of the vineyard. And then they would, you know, sell bottles at the end of, of uh, Port because it's Porto, Portugal. Mm -hmm. um, and so they were impacted financially. So we went to them and said, hey, let's try this virtual tour thing. And not only are you going to get the thousand locals, but you're going to get people from all over the world that does this. Yeah. So, you know, we had to go through and do testing with them for their Wi-Fi and testing with them to make sure the signal was good as they went down into the cellars. And then they went out into the fields to show the, the grapes being grown. And um, that was a fun one because, you know, at the end of it, 
we um, we added a, a purchase button where you could actually buy the port online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now what we're trying to do is, is take that to another level where you can pre-order uh, bottles of wine and then you take the tour and you get a, 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 a taste test at the end where someone's walking you through what you're tasting. A sommelier is walking you through what you're tasting. Wow. So we're trying to make it really, really fun for them. Uh, so it's not, doesn't quite just feel like you're on a mobile device. You're actually experiencing something kind of like that's that, that uh, if you can taste what they're tasting and they're explaining it to you, it's, it's very much like you're there. Um, yeah. so that's a, that's a fun one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I would really be curious about, you know, you, you offer a solution for so many different groups. You, you have the divisions, um, you know, as, as you shared, um, would, would love to learn about kind of, you know, some things that you're working on now or kind of what's next. And you've, you've hinted to this already with some of the additional, you know, capabilities and, and how you're really just kind of further strengthening the experience uh, that's provided. But um, if you don't mind sharing with the audience, would love to hear about some of the things that, that you're especially excited about now, you know, expanded capabilities abilities over the next, you know, few months, you mind, you know, commenting on, on that? No, I think, uh, probably the, the most exciting expanded capability we have is we're adding a, um, this sounds a little strange at first when you hear it, but we're adding a, a fiber optic element. It's, it's a Fori system that connects into the app itself, the video app, and it's a, a fiber optic ring interferometer. And so essentially what that's for is we've had some of our clients request some things in the security realm and cybersecurity realm. And so what this does is it, it puts a fiber optic ring around something that you want to protect around a perimeter and it sig- signals the app to go live mm-hmm. um, anytime there's uh, an interference uh, or a sound that happens in that. So we're going to get, we're going to be getting pretty technical there. And then mm-hmm. also you've got, you know, I think you've got the big thing that we're doing is, I think around the world, you've got this um, hypersensitivity to personal data. And so everybody's very, very sensitive to personal data being collected and personal data being sold. And it's happening everywhere. I know TikTok's in the news, but it happens on all platforms. Yeah. What we're doing is we're scrubbing out the the personal data. And we're basically, use, our data is going to consist of um, audio, video, and geospatial data that's non-user centric. So that data can be, you can run AI programs through it. Uh, you can put machine learning on it. It, it, it collects weather data um, while you're touring the world. <laughs> it collects all sorts of data that you'll be able to uh, eventually use for uh, various purposes. But um, uh, we've already got interest from some major contractors to, to purchase that type of data that again is non-user centric. So as we, as we build as a company and as we grow as a company, we have additional revenue streams that are popping up. Yeah, that that's very cutting edge. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, I'll be, be excited to watch continued developments on, on that front. That's really interesting. Um, so I, I, I'd love uh, to, to get your answer, you know, to the are we there yet question. I, I enjoy asking are we there yet uh, of guests within um, the, the podcast series. And, and, and just, again, I'm so impressed with, with your company and, and technology. And so when you think about, you know, true, um, safe, reliable, you know, virtual access to mobile locations, virtual events, you know, around the world without the nece- uh, you know, necessity to, to physically be there. Um, through Hover, through your technology, um, are, are we truly there yet? No, not yet, but we, we will be. I mean, you know, again, yeah. uh, probably 
I'm going to say three steps down the road on our roadmap. You know, we are getting into the metaverse. We are we're getting into Web 3.0. We are yeah. getting into the the virtual reality transmission and goggles as well. And I think the internet's going to look very very different uh, in the near future. And so the internet that you and I are on today is is not going to be like this at all. We'll we'll we will have goggles of some sort, some sort of glasses. We will be in the same room, even though we're not. Um, it will be a vastly different experience. So Hover is trying to grow with that, and we're trying to. We're already testing um, 360 uh, camera transmission, uh, and can you actually virtually go somewhere now and walk around? Um, it's not quite possible yet, so I don't think we're there yet. But mm -hmm. I think we're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I love to hear that, and I love just uh, how you're really you know preparing for that. So as the internet, as technology continues to advance, hovers right there in the middle of uh, of all of it. You know, really ready to you know really build and capitalize upon those those capabilities and developments. So really, really uh, uh, inspiring to hear that. Uh, I know that as a result of, of our conversation today, there's going to be a lot of individuals and uh, businesses out there that are going to be excited to learn more uh, about Hover and explore opportunities to work together. You mind directing the audience uh, to your, your website and uh, wherever else they might be able to learn more about the, the company and technology? Yeah, it's simple. It's uh, uh, Hover.com. So H-U-V-R. It's an acronym that stands for Human Virtual Reality. Uh, and uh, so if you just go to Hover.com, you'll learn about everything that we talked about today. Very good. Very good. Well, thank you so much. I, I really, again, appreciate you taking the time to stop by today and telling us uh, about Hover. Um, I know that I'm excited about it. Many audience members uh, will be as well. So thank you so much uh, for uh, taking the time to uh, talk today. And I uh, will be watching Hover uh, very closely and excited to use it myself. So really appreciate it, Herman. Fantastic. Thanks for having me, Grant. Thank you.